We're back. <laughs> Welcome to the On Two Podcast. Coming to you from the Press Box Studios. I'm Breezy, along with my co-host B. Hey. Hey, let's get things started. On two. Said hut hut. Hey man, first off, coming off right out the blocks, right? Like we're running track around here. Right out the blocks, we want to thank you and welcome you back to the On Two Podcast. We know we've been gone for a minute, you know. It's been a global pandemic going on, but sports has paused, we paused, everybody's life has changed dramatically, whether it be for the better or for the worse. Um, we hope everyone is well. We hope you haven't had significant losses during this challenging time, but either way, either way, we, we thank you for coming back and tuning back in to our weekly podcast of On Two. Most definitely. So, thank you to all of our listeners. Definitely. So, first things first, right? The pandemic has hit, but it is September. What does September mean? It's football time. Football time. Yes, sir. It is football season, college and NFL. As long as high as also, it's high school football, which we're in a great state of Alabama. Call it what you want. You might not call it great. We call it great. It's a great, great state of Alabama. More definitely. We are playing high school football down here. Our high school football, the high school football team we're alumni to lost their first game. But, hey, it is what it is. Things happen, you know. But I, myself, we have down here, we, we – have UAB as a college football team in our city of Birmingham, Alabama. And they was one of the first kickoff games of the season. That was the first Division One kickoff game. Yes, yes, yes. The first Division One kickoff game. Oh, pause, pause. I'm sorry. Pause. We're up here watching Toronto and Boston a uh, game on the TV, and it looks like they're about to get to fighting at the end of the game. Toronto just won 125 to 122 in second overtime. They look like they're about to get a fighting on the court. The coach is trying to get everybody back into the locker rooms. Let's see what happened in this last seven seconds. Trying to inbound Toronto, trying to inbound the pass. They got tripped up right there at the three-point line. Is that what caused it? You think that's what caused it? Uh, oh, he pushed push off. Ooh, he it's pushed the, him to the, the ground. Push. Yeah. That's a pancake block right there. <laughs> oh, man. It was the wow. push that got it. But, yeah, guys, I mean, so you guys know we, we're recording this Thursday, December. I mean, I'm sorry, Thursday, September 9th. At what time do you have right now? It is 8.50 p.m. 8.50 p.m. Central Standard Time. So, some of the news we have might change from now to in the morning. But we appreciate you for tuning in either way to go. But like I was saying, UAB, I went to the UAB game. What you, first of all, in the midst of the pandemic, what did you think about the atmosphere? To me, I mean, it's a UAB football game. UAB is not a huge school. Not a huge school. They don't have huge turnouts anyway. They play at Historic Legion Field. 
which has been around since like 1920 or something like that. And I think 1921. Yeah. Um, so UA, it's hard for UAB to sell out Legion Field. Legion Field has been the site of some great football games in the South. Right. Right. They call it the Legion Field nickname is the Old Gray Lady. Uh, back in the early uh, 90s, I know for sure, it might have been the 80s too. No, it was the 90s because the SEC didn't start playing championship games until the 90s. 92. Yeah, to 92. And Legionville actually hosted the Iron Bowl as well as the SEC championship games for a while. Well, well, I don't want to say a while, but I would uh, say I want to say that uh, would be a one SEC championship game. Yeah, well, it 92. was the uh, yeah, it was the I know for a fact that ninety two SEC championship game was there. It was yeah. Alabama and I want to say um, ninety two. Uh, I want to say Florida. That would have been Bama, Florida. I, believe. I think I think it was Bama, Florida. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure, but uh, yeah. It's so, been a while. I'm, I'm a little rest on my SEC history right now. Yeah, it's. I mean, but either way, go. The stadium is huge. I mean, it's sixty five thousand, if I'm not mistaken. It's that's now. Before they had another upper level over the visitor side, which took it to like seventy eight. Yeah, it was like it was really the biggest stadium in the South for a while. Yeah. What time we at? Yeah. So I mean, historic Legion Field has been a site of. Many great games over the years. Even back in the day with uh, Paul Brad Bryant, I'm pretty sure he played Notre Dame in USC in Birmingham at Legion Field. And Penn State. Yep, and Penn State. Um, but, yeah, I was at the UAB game. One of the first, if not the first kickoff of LPS this year. And, I mean, this Legion Field, UAB does not – Okay, let me tell you about the environment first, right? So, UAB does not sell out Legion Field. I mean, it's just too big. It's just... They're not. They're they're not. You get what I'm saying? Even with the Birmingham Classic, Legion Field does not get sold out. It's a really hard stadium to sell out. But um, I went to the game. Me and some other people went to the game and... They required us to wear a mask to come in, and there was no, so you usually get a ticket, and it's, you have a seat. There was no actual seating inside the stadium. It was like the whole stadium's opened up, find somewhere to sit where you're not, where you're social distancing. You and your party, you and your household, stay six feet away from somebody else. Everybody was not doing that. Like the student sections right behind UAB's bench and everything, like they were there was a student section. You yeah. can you like I was sitting on the visitor side, like at one of the end zones. And I could tell across the field, like, they are definitely not social distancing. Yeah. I mean, but they're college kids, you know. You we all know how college kids are. Some of y'all might be college kids, you know. I mean, it is what it is. You get what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is. I, I can't really. I mean, at the end of the day, kids will be kids. Yeah, they, they will. You know, you know, they're, they're young adults, you know. But, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I like going to the games. 
I'm mad. I'm 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 really upset now. Me myself about how many games I've actually been to, how many actual live venues I've been to. Once everything gets back gets back to normal, and they're allowing regular fans at these college at these games, every game that's on my bucket list I'm going to. Yeah, Ohio State, um, Ohio State, Michigan. I'm going to. I want to go to one in the Horseshoe and and one in in the Big House. Yeah. Red River Rivery. Red right Red River Rivery. Red, Red River Rivery. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I got you. Miami, Florida State. I ain't too keen on Miami, Man, Florida State. Miami. It ain't it's not what it used to be. It's not uh, it might not be what it used to be, but it's still I, I guarantee you the atmosphere is still what it used to be. Yeah. Especially in the hard rock down there in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Give me that. Out west. I want to go to USC, UCLA, in the Rose Bowl. Definitely. I'm with it. Bowl games, I want to go to the Rose Bowl. Like, the granddaddy of them all. I want to go to the Rose Bowl. Those are just some of the big college games that I want to go to. But back to the UAB game, the atmosphere was pretty good. It's pretty much It was pretty much the same. seemed like it had the same number of fans, maybe a Maybe a little bit more because this is UAB's last season at playing at Legion Field. Yeah. So I feel like more people are turning out because it's actually historic. Yeah, it's because this is the last time Legion Field will be getting used on a regular basis. Yeah. Because now the only time somebody's going to be playing at Legion Field is going to be uh, the Magic City Classic mm-hmm. and the Birmingham Bowl. And U.S. soccer, women's soccer. They they enjoy playing at Legion Field, and see that that was one of my big complaints with Legion Field. Them going to artificial turf. That's right. That was the issue with the with the ladies. Right. So, but it's not just the ladies. Like, um, if we actually had, well, we have Birmingham Legion here, but I don't think they, they play at. They actually play at UAB Soccer Stadium. Right, because we do not have grass at Legion Field. None which, of none of our public stadiums have grass. They all have artificial turf. Which is the problem because MLS would not play on turf. Yeah. All your major league soccer, they only play on grass. grass you know, but I mean, I like Legion. I, I mean, I want to say I, Legion Field's a story. I like Legion Field because of the history that's been there. And the, the memories, man. Any Anybody that lives in, in Birmingham, you have memories of Legion Field. I can remember going to Legion Field as a Child, child. I'm talking at seven, eight years old and watching great games. Uh, you have bro, bro, so many memories. Bro, not even. So my, probably my craziest memory of me at Legion Field, I couldn't have been older than, than seven, eight. Going to Legion Field with my mom, whole family going down there watching the Battle of the Bands. The first one. I don't. I don't know if it was the first one or not, but man, I re, I remember the very first battle of the man's. Talking about freezing my ass off, bro. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember that freezing my ass off. It was like, why am I here? Like, I like the bands and everything, but if you don't know, battle of the bands that used to go on at Legion Field was all the HBCUs, as long as with. As as well as with all of the 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 black 
The Birmingham City Schools. The black high schools. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. black high schools inside the city as well as, as well as outside the city used to come and compete. It used to be, I want to say, upwards of, of 30 bands, marching bands, mm-hmm. come and compete, and it was a show. I'm talking about everybody. Alabama A&M, Alabama State. Fam, you used to always cut up because <laughs> it was like a thousand of them in yeah. a band. Yeah. Um, from the city, you had Carver, Parker, Woodland, Huffman, like yeah, they they would cut up, man. That that was one of my favorite events every year. Every year, I don't know why they don't do it anymore. They actually brought it back. They brought it back last year. They did. Yep, they oh, brought man. it back last year. I think it was uh, Alabama State, Alabama A and M, Stillman. Talladega, um, Miles were your colleges, and then there was some high school bands that participated. I, but see, it ain't like it was back in the day. Back in the day, like it was like everybody went there. Well, because back in the day, it was the only one. Yeah. Now yeah. you got the Honda Battle yeah. of the Bands in Atlanta, which is huge, which huge, is where everyone yeah. goes. So yeah. Birmingham was on to an idea. And they let it go. They let it go. And Atlanta came in and swooped it up, and they they ran with it. So, eh, it happens. But Legion Field is going to definitely be, I'm not going to say missed, because I attend the Magic City Classic every year, so I'm going to be there um, at least once a year. But as far as, like you said, it regularly getting used, those days are gone. And, you know, like I said, when I think of the old gray lady, man, it's so many memories come to mind um even just riding past it i uh, often ride past it throughout the week and it's just like man the great college football games that's been held in that stadium you know the great and, players that's played there and and the thing about it is is like it could be so much better than what it is if the city actually to me if the city actually cared like we care about it yes they can go in renovate it yes they could to me, I, I'm okay with them even tearing it down and building a whole brand new stadium there. I don't want that. And I'm going to tell you why I don't. I'm going to tell you why. Because I feel like if you tear down Legion 5, if you tear down that structure, you're taking out the history. What I would like to see them do is renovate it, turn it into a, I've said a, uh, a black college, a black athletic hall of fame. Mm-hmm. Where so they can turn it into a museum, but still leave the playing surface there. So you can still hold games there, but it's now a a uh, hall of fame. So therefore, now it can be registered on the national landmarks. They can start getting grants and loans for it. Like, really like keep Rickwood it up. Field. Yep. Yes. Yep. So now they have help in keeping it up. I mean, that's a big stadium. That's a it tall is. ask for the sta- for the, the city to keep that up. Along with Rickwood, the new stadium, Regents Park, the U- Lawson Field, but the but you got all of those aren't owned by the aren't owned by the city. The new stadium that that UAB is building, that's for UAB. That's UAB is kicking in, but majority of those proceeds are coming from the city. Oh man, I ain't know that. I thought UAB was no. building that. U- U- UAB is just kicking in a certain percentage. But also with that, we we were supposed to have the World Games this year. But they're gonna come next year, right? So that's another reason why the city is going ahead and building another stadium, right? Now, Legion Field will be used on the World Games. They're gonna have flag football at Legion Field. Okay, all right. So um, that'll be cool. But uh, 
still, I would I would want to see something else happen to it. Make it a landmark. Because it, it, it's a landmark. Bro, it's, Birmingham it's, was known as the football capital of the South for a reason. It's a national treasure that most people don't know about. It needs to be protected. And I don't feel like it's going to be protected at this point. I don't either. And, you know, I think it's going to take... It's gonna it's gonna take like Rickwood Stadium, like a board, like it's gonna uh, a board of trustees is gonna have to buy that stadium from the city. Uh-huh. That's what I feel like is gonna have to happen. A board of trustees is gonna have to come together. A group of people is going to have to come together and buy that stadium from the city. Yeah. Especially after the World Games, the city's not gonna need it. They have no need two, for it. Two two games a year. Though the like, Magic City Classic has always been Birmingham saving grace. It is. They're not going to keep that stadium up for one game. No. They'll try to force the Classic to the new stadium. Yep. Which is not going to work. They'll force the Magic City Classic is going to bail on Birmingham. But, okay, but it's, it's it could work because it's, that new stadium is going to sit, what, 40, 45,000? But you got to look. Uh, last year at the Classic, I think the total ticket sales were somewhere around 45,000. You know, that's spikes at halftime. But outside the stadium, there was a upwards of 200,000 people out there. So that's where the problem is going to come in. Whereas Legion Field has all this land for tailgating and hanging yep. out, the new stadium is going to sit in the heart of the city. We're talking downtown. Yeah, downtown. Yep, downtown. So there's not going to be any tailgate areas. You know what I'm saying? Well, at least nothing big enough to hold 200,000 people right, and RVs and cars. And, right, because you know. it'd be a whole lot more people around outside the stadium that's actually that then goes into the, into the stadium like I, I i speak for my family when we normally tailgate uh we will tailgate throughout the first half and we see that clock start nearing down to about five minutes left in the second quarter everybody runs in the game we have game tickets and you go in the game watch the bands and come back outside and tailgate for the rest of the game yeah you know you probably have probably about is it, it really may be 5,000 people that be there for the fourth quarter to see who actually wins so they can tell everybody else who won. Exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> and the thing about it is tailgating at the Magic City Classic is, is epic, bro. Like, it starts. It's nationally known. It's nationally it, it, known. It starts, like, that Sunday before the game, and it really, really cranks up. Like, people are Thursday, off of work. Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday is, is when, when it, it really up. cranks up. Like it, I love the classic. I really do love the classic, man. This year though, this year we get a spring classic. We we supposed to get a spring. My classic. birthday weekend, bro. So I'm excited if, about that. If we get a spring classic where the weather is like perfect, even more people because a lot of people don't go. Oh, it's too cold. Yeah, you can never tell. It's in October. Maybe cold, maybe hot, yeah. may rain. You don't know what's yeah. gonna happen with the weather. Spring classic. If the weather's nice, seventy degrees outside. Oh, oh my god, it, it, it's <laughs> gonna be crazy. It's gonna be. This is gonna be the craziest classic. I think we've, we've ever Walmart's seen. not gonna be open. <laughs> I put it like that. <laughs> Better go to the gas station. <laughs> the city's gonna shut now. Oh, okay. Man, how do how do we spend twenty minutes talking about Legion Field and UAB? I don't know, but uh, I like I like the game. The atmosphere was still pretty good. Um, I mean, it was it was to me it was a normal UAB game. Yeah. Um, 
you know, you can't. I mean, it's not an Alabama game. It's not a major. It's not a. It's not a Power Five conference. Yeah. So you can't expect too much from a Group of Five school, especially during this pandemic that plays in a stadium where the students have to get get bus to the stadium. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can't expect too much from it. It was still a. It was still a a good atmosphere to be in. You get what I'm saying? Um, I enjoyed it. UAB's playing at Miami tomorrow. I don't think they're going to win, but if they do win this, if they do, if UAB beats Miami tomorrow at the at Hard Rock, look out! Look out for them Blazers. If they can get through this, look they're, out! It's another championship year. Not only another championship year, bro. Like. They'll probably go undefeated and probably finish top 10 in, a, in like in the rankings. That's so hard to say. That's hard to even fathom. UAB finishing top 10, but it's possible with this year. With the with 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 Miami win. It's, it's definitely possible. One got seven years this year. So that, that's, that's possible, man. That's so hard to fathom, though. A top 10 UAB. I mean, think about it, though. As the season go on and everybody else catching them losses and UAB doesn't have a loss with a Miami win. You do you do realize that an undefeated UAB will have a chance to make the playoffs? I do. Think about that. An un- UAB in the college football playoffs. They have to beat Miami. Yeah, it all starts and tomorrow other, night. Other people have to lose, and oh, but other people will lose. Like yeah. you take the SEC running the ten game conference schedule, no one's coming out of that undefeated. Ah, I want to say that no one's Alabama's not gonna. I'm not saying I'm not just saying Alabama, Georgia, or Florida can come out undefeated. Can, but they're not. And I'll put money on that today. You won't put money on. They're that? gonna beat each other up I, from I, the front top, from you. top to bottom. They're gonna beat each other up. I not Sam Vanderbilt's gonna beat one of them. But one of one of your next tier teams, they're gonna catch somebody slipping. I bet you twenty dollars right now we will have one undefeated SEC team. I will put my money up on that all day. <laughs> Two times on Sunday. <laughs> we will not have none an undefeated team out of the SEC. Uh, well well speaking of the SEC, how many games do you think we will play? Do you think games will get postponed or canceled because of COVID? I do. I you, think you think you yeah, think so. I, I think at at least uh, how many games per week? Because we have the the um, ACC starting up this week. Yeah, and then I think was well, the ACC and the Big Twelve starting up this week. Yeah, they're both starting up this week. And then the SEC starting up on the twenty sixth. Right. So how many games per week do you think will get postponed? I'm gonna say at least one or two per week. I know this week alone we've seen Louisiana Tech, and um, I forgot who they're playing, but their game has been pushed back uh, because Louisiana Tech they had to evacuate because of the hurricane. Yeah, thirty-seven players came back positive, mm. so they they had to push their game back. So I think that's going to be the trend throughout the year um, as far as sticking with just the SEC. Um, there will be some point in the year where a game will have to be canceled or pushed back because I just can't see you having 14 teams skating all the way through and not running to Tennessee. Y'all couldn't even scrimmage this past week. Right, because of the COVID test. Yes. Yeah. 
They they had thirty three positive tests come back. So uh, it's gonna happen. We just gotta be. I ain't gonna say prepared. I mean, it's nothing we can do to be prepared for it. Um, just keep it cool. That's all I can say. Just keep it cool. But see, you, you say there's nothing you can be prepared for, but different teams are that they are actually trying. They're trying DBs at, at they're, they're practicing DBs at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. They're pl- practicing defensive linemen at offensive line. And in reverse, they're playing wide receivers at DB, offensive line at defensive line, running backs at at linebackers, different offensive linemen tight end mm-hmm. at at linebackers. Like they're they're actually they're actually practicing their players both ways. I even heard something interesting that Jeremy Pruitt was doing out of Tennessee is he's the only group that's able to practice meet together, practice together. And be together at all times. It's the offensive line. Yeah. Everybody else, they switching and, and flip flopping because in his mind is, if this group of running backs catch it, if yeah. they if they have to quarantine, well, it's not his one, two, and three running back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a starting running back and then some practice players. Okay. See yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you won't have to quarantine. Everybody. Key, yeah, key components of your team at the same time. So that's that's smart. Um, but then you got like Navy's uh, coach came out after their shellacking by BYU and said that they haven't even had any contact. Which I can understand. Well, I I I do and don't understand because when it comes down to it, yes, they signed a contract to go to Navy and yes, they're in candidate training school, which is what the 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 military academies. The military academies are the Air Force, Army, and Navy academies are. They're in military candidate school to be to become officers in the United States military. Right. I'm proud of all of them for signing those contracts to go to those schools. But a junior is not. I, we're not at war. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're not at war. Right. Nobody's actively getting. The, I was in the Marines. Nobody's actively getting deployed to Afghanistan like that right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Trump is not about to send 60,000 people to Afghanistan right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So why they didn't have any contact, I can, I can understand, but I don't understand. Because, yes, they went to the military academy, but they signed on to, to play football. Right. Which brings in my next topic. How do you feel about North Carolina and Notre Dame and these other schools not having any kids on campus but the football players? How can they still be considered amateur when they are required to be on campus but nobody else is? You you get what I'm yeah, saying? That's where that double standard comes in. And I think... That's really what pisses me off with the NCAA. First, first and foremost, we haven't had a chance to talk about it. What really pisses me off with the NCAA is, what are you here for? In the midst of going through all this COVID stuff, the NCAA never said anything. Well, let the conferences rule themselves. You know what I'm saying? And you end up with chaos. That's why you end up with two conferences decided we're not. We're going to push to the spring, and you got the other three big conferences saying, "No, we're going to play right now." Uh, I feel like if the NCAA is going to be the governing body, then the NCAA needs to come out 
and speak, say something. You got to, if if you're gonna rule this thing that we call college football. But that's the thing, though. The NCAA doesn't actually rule over college football. The only thing the NCAA actually does when it comes to to football actually does is eligibility and disciplinary actions. Which brings the NCAA doesn't make the schedule. They don't. They don't do. Any, they don't get to choose where they play at. None of that. Which brings me to my next point. Why are they here? We need we need the power five to pull away. It's not just a power five. I feel like all college football needs to pull well, away. Well, I'm saying the I, power five. To, to me, all college athletics needs to pull away from the NCAA. The NCAA is... Yeah, they have a good title. You know, March Madness, the NCAA men's basketball, NCAA women's basketball. You know what I'm saying? NCAA volleyball tournament. All of that is college sports. College athletics makes enough money by themselves and can rule themselves without the NCAA. Look at the college football playoffs. Exactly. That has nothing to do with the NCAA. They don't make a dime off of it. Period. And in the NCAA best, they make their most money off the NCAA basketball tournament. Off March Madness. So if all the schools pull away and they develop the college basketball national tournament, they they keep all their money in house. Split the revenue. Uh, I mean, we would have to have a president, a czar, uh, a commissioner. Well, well, see, that's that's the thing. Like. Um... I listen to different sports radio talk, and that that's the thing. You can't leave it up to one person. It has to be a committee. It has to be a committee. And see, and see when it comes to that, it's like, well, dang, you talking about the NCAA. Talking about getting rid of the NCAA to bring in a new organization that's not the NCAA that's going to do the same thing. But it's like, No. The NCAA, which is supposed to be non-profit. Makes billions a year. Makes billions. So, the new NCAA needs to be a legit non-profit. The commissioner of the, of the, of the new NCAA doesn't need to make millions a year. Like, I don't... And and it, the biggest thing is, like, if you take the conference commissioners, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC. Greg Sankey works for the presidents of the university. Yep. All right. Then the ADs work for the ADs work for the president. Yep. Greg Sankey works for the president. Ultimately, the presidents are in control. Exactly. The fourteen presidents of the conference it's, are in control. It's it's just like the NFL where the Roger Goodell really isn't in charge. No, the owners are. Roger Goodell does what the owners tell him to do. Exactly. So that's how the this new. Uh, governing body needs to be set up where the president of the Power Five Power Five needs to work for the conference commissioners. The conference commissioners work for the president, and so therefore that will keep that will give some balance to everything. You so, see what I'm saying? So th- this is the only thing. So you have to have a different commission for the the Power Five, a different commission for the group of five and a different commission for everybody below them 
but FBS, FCS, Division Two, Division Three, all of that, you know. That's fine. I'm I'm fine with that too, but that is a lot. So instead of answering to the NCAA, which college football doesn't do, but everybody else does, they'll have to answer to the individual conferences, right. which brings up the NCAA tournament. So where you have a, but because college basketball is completely different from college from college football. Right. You have teams that don't even have a football team, but they go into the tournament. Right. So how was that? You you get what I'm saying? Like some somehow they can all sit around the round table and they can figure out a way to make that work. But see, the, the, the only thing with me is is like I want it to happen. I can see how it could happen, but I don't think it will happen because that means you're gonna have to have the SEC in the Pac-12 in the Big Ten as long as with. As long as with the um, the Central, the American, plus everybody else that's below them that we don't even know, right? You get what I'm saying? All have to come into agree and in, to agree on to having this governing body, right? And then all those bodies are gonna have to agree. You get what I'm saying? Like to have this tournament here, but I'm sure there's no coach, AD, or president in America. That likes the NCAA. I'm with you when you're right. I I feel like it should leave. I just don't think it will. Yeah. I just don't. I don't. I don't think it, it should have happened during basketball season, because just like the NBA, all the players could have been in a bubble. You get what I'm saying? And it could have happened, but it 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 didn't. You get what I'm saying? I feel like if it was going to be a time where it was going to happen, it was going to be back in February. That's just my point of view. Now, would the college football succeed from them? I can see the college football succeeding from them. But as far as all the other sports, I don't think the other sports will. They need to. I mean, because even when it comes down to like Title IX, because I know that would be the next big argument. But the NCAA insurance title not. No, the federal government insurance title right, not. Right. So no matter what government body we go up under, all of that still in place. You name, know what I'm saying? Name, image, and likeness. Yeah. All, I mean, all all, the, all that stuff is is in place. So I don't know. Uh, that's a it's it's an interesting conversation. It's something that I feel that definitely needs to happen. Will it ever happen? Only God knows. I guess. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it's it's one thing I wanted to talk about. That's that's kind of been. It was, it was, I thought about this last week. I want to say maybe like Saturday or Sunday. I'm not sure. But up here watching the NBA games, right? Uh-huh. So everybody's been in this bubble at, in the, down in Orlando, right? The players, coaches, refs, announcers, support staff for the players. Everybody's been in, in a bubble locked down in Orlando at the beginning of this thing. For two weeks and they was tested like every other day for like two weeks right mm-hmm. and nobody's came back positive in the bubble right so why do they still require a mask in the bubble that's interesting that's interesting it's something I haven't even thought about um, maybe it's, it's just the image thing they just want to, want to show the image that even they're wearing, wearing masks but that's like, I don't know. I, I just don't. 
I don't feel like it's needed because it's like everybody's down here been tested for over two weeks. Because now we're, we're almost we're almost in the final we're almost in the conference finals now. Yeah. Right. So they they've been in NBA has been playing for what like four weeks. Yeah, they've been playing for a while. And nobody they're still getting tested down there now. So it's like and nobody's came back positive. So why the mask? Every everybody's good at this point. Yeah. Why the you social Why the good. social distancing in the bubble? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I had an island that that I invited 200 people to, everybody was in quarantine for the first two weeks. Everybody got tested every three days while they was in quarantine. Then people come out of quarantine after those two weeks. There's no need for precautions. And then get tested again for the next two weeks, and nobody tested positive. Why social distancing? Why the mask? You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It, I don't know. That's just one thing to me. I don't. I don't really understand. You get what I'm saying? It's kind of like, why? Yeah, I understand. Um, I mean, they got everything they need down there. Like, they they can't leave. If they leave, they get kicked out the bubble. You know what I'm saying? Right. They can't get food delivered. Like, I. Like somebody got to go pick it up. Like everything they have is inside the, the bubble. bubble. Like you cannot leave this bubble. Nobody can come inside the bubble without quarantining. Just like all the family members that's down there now, they they didn't got quarantined and tested. Right. It's like I don't understand why there's a social distancing, mask, any of that. Yeah, you're right, you're right. First and foremost, can we applaud the NBA for how they handled this? I think of all professional sports, they have handled it the best. I, I think because I love the NBA playoffs. It's uh, one of my favorite times of the year, and I was concerned about the energy of the playoffs. But, man, these playoffs have been spectacular. Well, the thing about the NBA, other than over other sports, is the number of players on the team. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like a MLB MLB team. It's definitely not, not like an NFL team. So they can afford to put all those players in a bubble. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? If you got, what what was it, maybe 16 teams inside that bubble, and what, I want to say 14, I don't know how many players are, are, are actually. 14, 15, Four, something yeah, like that. Yeah, on a team plus the. The trainers, coaches, and all of those people. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's nothing compared to how many people have to run a NFL team. Oh, yeah. That's right. You, you, you're looking at, uh, shoot, Cause you got 130 what? people per team on, on an NFL team. Well, easily. well on a, on, on, yeah. Because on, on a on a NFL team, what is it? It's a 53-man roster? 53. 53-man roster plus coaches. Assistant coaches, um, training staff, yeah, medical personnel, man, the the umpires for the game because you the the NBA only uses what three? Yeah, yeah. What? How many? Seven? It, on the NFL? I think it's more than that. I think I want to say I want to say it's probably about ten on the field. Yeah. Then you got to think about somebody up in the booth for for reviews and all of that, like. 
So do you think they would do a bubble for the NFL playoffs? I think it could work. I, I still think it could work. I don't I don't think it could work. I think it's way too many people. I actually know. believe it or not, I wanted them to do one for college football. No. And um hold on. Hear me out when no. I say this. Hear me, hear me, hear me when I say it. How they, they could have made that work. You take the SEC. The SEC does their bubble in Atlanta. Right? Mm-hmm. So they they do their bubble in Atlanta and they play at they can play at the University of Georgia, Mercedes Benz, they can play at uh no 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 not the University of Georgia University it's Georgia in, it's, it's, is it's too in, far away it's in Athens I mean from Athens to Atlanta is less it's, than the two hour drive yeah but if you quarantine in all of them in the city of Atlanta so you can play all of them at the Georgia Dome. Then you have college campuses around Atlanta. Okay, all right. At. So you got Mercedes Benz. Yep. You got Turner Field. Yep. Yeah, you, got, you can play at Turner Field. You got uh, you got you got the new Brave Stadium. The new Brave Stadium. You got then, Kennesaw State. Then uh, Georgia Southern. Jo- Georgia Southern. Then, but no, they, they no. play at, at uh, don't they? No, Georgia Southern had their own stadium. They they might I'm not 100 percent sure but you have state that play you, you have what what Morehouse and all them Morehouse play. yeah yeah Morehouse Clark Atlanta, Clark Atlanta and all of them play it like Georgia a, Tech yeah, yeah Georgia Tech Georgia Tech so so it's possible they could do it but then you're taking the amateurism out of college football. amateurism doesn't exist in college athletics period because the there's there's there's, there's no way you're gonna tell me that a swimmer from Auburn can participate in NCAA sanctioned events and also go participate in the Olympics and they're yeah. an amateur. Yeah. You're not going to tell me yeah. that. Am- amateurism is a lot and it does not exist. Not even the swimmers, the, the track athletes. And yes. you can get paid from the, for the Olympics. You don't get paid like that. I think a gold medal is like $25,000 or something like that. It's not a lot of money. But it's but money, nevertheless. Simone Biles ain't getting paid off winning the gold medal. She getting paid off them endorsement them endorsements. Deals. Exactly. That's what she getting. That that's where they get their money off of. Amateurism is a joke. It is a lie. It's the biggest lie ever told. Um, they have robbed so many people out of money because of this lie of amateurism. Meanwhile, they're making billions. But that's a different story. I'm not a storyteller. A different story for another day. Hey, it is what it is, man. Um, so we want to start this thing. I'm gonna do it right now. Why not? I want to start this thing called. Breezy's Brain Buster. Right? I'm going to ask you a question. It's just going to be one question for right now. It might be more later on, but we're just going to start it now. Breezy's Brain Buster. How many wins would Tampa Bay have this year? Oh, that's a tough one off the bat. Tampa Bay just picked up for it. Ned, didn't Gronkowski get cut? No. Or was that a rumor? You sure? Rob Gronkowski didn't get cut. What team would, in your right mind, what team in their right mind would count, would cut Rob Gronkowski? Okay. Give me Tampa Bay winning 11 games. 11 and 5. 11 and 5. Yes. You got them winning the division? No. I don't have one in that division. But you got them going 11 and 5. Well, I got them going 11 and 5. Yes. 11 and 5. I got the Saints coming out of that division. 
Bro, so you think they're going to go 11 and 5, right? 11 and 5. All right. Uh, let, 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 me, let me start off with their schedule around here, all right? Their first game right. is at the Saints. Lost. Their next game, the Panthers coming to them. Win. Okay. I, I, I Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. It may be, bro. The Panthers is going to probably finish last in that division. I don't know about that, bro. I want. I want to say that. I want. I want to say. I want to say that. Oh, not them. Then who? Atlanta. No, sir. So you think Atlanta's gonna 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 finish better than the Panthers? I think the Atlanta's gonna finish third. I, I'll, I'll bet you on that. How much you wanna put on? I'll put twenty on. <laughs> with, with Teddy Bridgewater and Christian McCaffrey, they're gonna finish third. Nah. Atlanta's gonna finish third. The Panthers gonna probably finish fourth in that. And, and and who they? Matt Rule? Nah, 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 bro. Uh, we'll see. Nah, bro. Okay, then they go into the uh the Broncos. The Broncos. That's a win. Maybe. Uh, Von Miller's not in anymore. Von Miller probably had a season-ending injury the other day. Right. Going to the – well, the Chargers are coming in now. That's Win. a W. They're going to the Bears. That's a W. Miss Mr. Minsky. <laughs> Over <laughs> Nick Foles. <laughs> hey. But no, no, no. But as an Eagles fan, everybody told me I was crazy because we chose Wentz over Nick Foles. You was, bro. Nick Foles won you – Nick, Nick Foles can't even beat out Mitch Trubisky. Bro. That's not the conversation we're on. That's not the conversation we're on. Nick Foles, Foles is still coming back from the season and the injury he had last That's year, bro, the with the Jags, on. man. Stop, stop. Nick Foles won y'all quarterback. You should get a man. Put some respect on that. On I, his hey, name. I respect him to the utmost, but Foles over Wentz, negative. Then they got the Packers coming to town. When? Oh, so over Aaron Rodgers right now on just that one loss. Oh, over Aaron Rodgers, bro. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that's a win. Going to the bucket, going to the Ravens. Oh, I'm gonna give him an L right there. Going to the Ravens, I'm gonna give him an L. Going to the Giants, win. Saints coming to town, L. Going to the Panthers, win. That's a, that's gonna be a L. <laughs> Ravens coming to town. They gotta get one of these, so I'm gonna say win. This one gonna be a L. Chiefs coming to town. L. <laughs> Vikings coming to town. Win. Going to the Falcons. Win. Going to the line lines. Come. Yeah. <laughs> Falcons coming to town. Maybe eleven and five, maybe. I can see. I only counted four losses, but I'm gonna stick with eleven and five. I can see ten and six. Ten and six. Yeah. That'd be such a disappointment. I can see them losing to the Panthers and losing to the uh, Broncos at losing to to Drew Locke's Broncos at Mile High. No, sir. I I can see them losing. No, sir. I can see them losing that game. Unless Elway himself comes down and suit up. I don't see him losing that game. Especially I, I, with Von Miller being sideline. I can see him losing that game, bro. I don't see it, man, but hey. So you you say ten and six? Yeah, I say so, at the max ten and six. So how, how do you have the division stacking up? Give me the Saints. Give me the Panthers. Second? Yeah, second. Oh, <laughs> you putting a lot of stock into these Panthers, I man. Will. Yeah, I'm putting 
Oh, you talk about a disappointment. If the Bucks don't don't come, finish second in that division, huge disappointment. To me, the Bucks are like Cleveland. They got all that talent, but they have to mesh together and work. If they don't mesh together and work, then it's worthless. If it's one combination I know that's going to work, it's the one that we've seen for years. TB12, the Bronx? Yes. I feel you, but you... That's not going to win all your games, though. It's going to damn sure get you close. It's going to get you close. <laughs> but it's not going to win all your games for you, though, bro. I, I don't know. And then, to me, you don't even know how how Carolina looks with Teddy Bridgewater. Look, don't get me wrong. I think Carolina is on the path to success. I really do. I really like the talent they have. I really like their coach. I think that I think... They probably got one of the best coaching staffs in the league. I really like the coaching staff. But I don't think this is it. I think they're still a year or two away. So you you, you don't think Tampa Bay is a year or two away? Tampa, mean, Bay, Tampa Bay is set to win now. They they doing all of this to win this year because this may be all they have. This this is it. So if they don't win it this year, so many players on one-year deals and – they they contracts coming up, exactly. And if they don't win it this year, bro, that's they, it. They're done. So I I I have more stock in Tampa Bay going out because we still don't know all the deals that they're gonna finish finish making. I don't think they're done making deals. I don't think so either. So I I have more stock in Tampa Bay. I look, they're not gonna win the division. The Saints is too strong. Yeah, um, so. Yeah, man, it's the Saints division. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's been the Saints division to lose for a long time, you know. Um, but I don't, I don't see them coming in second, bro. I, I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, if they don't, that's a disappointment, man. It's a huge disappointment. Now, third and fourth, Atlanta and Carolina, they can do a sack race. I don't care, you know. I don't, it doesn't matter. But if they don't finish in second, at least second, Tampa Bay got to make the playoffs this year. Or heads are going to roll. Whoever the, Who's the GM? I don't even know who the GM is at Tampa Bay. His head is going to roll if they don't at least make the playoffs this year. I mean, but it is what it is, bro. It, it, I'm telling you, it takes more than one season for all those players to mesh together like that. And that's what they're doing. They're putting it all on one season. Who else did The Rams did it. Did they win? They went to the Super Bowl. Did they win the Super Bowl? No. No, but they went. Yeah, but it don't matter unless you win, bro. That's true, but the Rams can't hang their hat on a... um, A a Super Bowl loss, just like the Panthers? An NFC Championship. Bro, but... It ain't the Super Bowl, but they got something... It's a Super Bowl loss, bro. But they got something they can hang their hat on. So, so which which, which one is bigger? Losing the Super Bowl or winning your conference, your league? What's bigger? Yeah, what's bigger to you? So, would you rather... So, which one is bigger? Losing the AFC or NFC? I mean, winning the AFC or, or NFC or losing the Super Bowl? Winning the AFC or NFC? Bro, I, I think losing the Super Bowl would have more effect on you than winning the AFC or NFC. But at, at least, I mean, at, at least if you can... In Tampa Bay situation, if they win the NFC and lose in the Super Bowl, 
for this one year, they could say, hey, we tried it. We was oh so close. We got to bust the team that's, up. That's the same experiment. That. That's the same experiment as the Rams. The Rams I understand tried that. it. I understand bro. that. But if that team don't make the playoffs, or if that team finishes third in that division, that's when it's just like, man, somebody got to get fired for this. Because now it's an absolute mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, we see it more often in the NBA than we do in the NFL. They'll put a team together, that team mesh and take off. Um, it, it's an experiment. Could it work with the pieces they have? I think it could. But only time will tell. Man, I, I, I just know. Maybe getting into the playoffs. I see them getting into the playoffs, winning anything in the playoffs. I, don't, I really don't think so. That's That's just me. Um, speaking of the playoffs, let's go ahead and hit on this NBA playoffs real quick. So, yo pits, if y'all go back and listen to one of the previous episodes, yo pits for the NBA playoffs was what? For the finals was what? For the finals, I had uh, the Clippers versus the Bucks. With the Bucks winning it all. With the Bucks winning it all. I feel stupid today. <laughs> so who you got right now? Right now, give me the uh, give me the Clippers and the Heat. Yeah, Clippers and the Heat. Yeah. And who you got winning it all? I got now. Clips. You got the Clippers winning it all now. Yes, sir. The Heat's a dangerous team, bro. They are. The Heat is a very they're hot. Very dangerous team. I've seen Flames get put out, though. Me, too, which is why I, me, myself, I have the, even back in February, what I had, the Raptors and the Clippers. The Clippers. If the Raptors make it there and face the Clippers, the headlines would be crazy. It's game seven now, bro. Yeah. Game seven, bro. What? what? That would be stupid. Oh, man. With the Raptors winning it all. So you got the Raptors beating the Clippers. Yep. In the finals. Yep. They got a good bench though. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Hearing again, yeah, hearing it again. B's re- revised picks are the Clippers versus the Heat, with the Clippers winning it. I have the rapper, the Raptors versus the Clippers, with the Raptors winning it. Okay. Let's go back to NFL now. I'm running so like hey, hey, bro. All things sports. <laughs> that is true. That is true. We are all, and we got we we trying to cover up what three months of yeah three. Hey, we got to back we got to backtrack a little bit. <laughs> Forgive us as if, if this podcast is a little long. You know it is what it is, but got a lot to cover. Speaking of the NFL, this week's game, foot hey NFL football starts tomorrow. Thank God. Tomorrow. The Texans and the Chiefs go at it Thursday night. Been going through withdrawals. It's time. I've been itching, bro. Even going to the UAB game, it ain't it ain't scratch that itch. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I need some big time <laughs> Real football, football, bro. Yeah. You know, so happy to have it back. So the Texans, the Texans at the Chiefs. Who you got? Texans at the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs by three points. By three? field goal, three points. Really, bro? They, they're gonna be rested tomorrow. The, the the Super Bowl champions gonna be rested. They gonna be rested tomorrow, man. I don't I don't think so, bro. I think give give, give me the Chiefs by fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen though. Oh, the Suns Texans. 
Bill O'Brien's Texans? Who was Deshaun throwing? You know, shout out Deshaun Watson signing that, that major deal. Get your money, young man. Get your money. You know, it sucks for Dak now because he is one of the, the only quarterbacks out there that has not signed a major deal like that. That has been, I guess you can say he's proven. You know what I'm saying? He's took a team to the playoffs, you know, under Jason Garrett. You know, does he deserve a contract? I do. I, I to me. He definitely but, deserves but it. But before, before Deshaun Watson I, I thought that he should get at least $35 million a year. That's me. That's that's at the top of the range. Give the, give this guy $35 million. It's not resetting the market. It's pretty close to what Wentz got. You get what I'm saying? Give this guy some money. Then Deshaun Watson, he's not won anything. He, you cannot give him the, the Patrick Mahomes deal. You, you just can't. You can't. He he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, so you can't give him. You get what I'm saying? What Pat Mahomes got? Give him around what Wentz got. You know what I'm saying? Wentz got overpaid to me because Wentz hasn't won anything. He took a team to the playoffs, but he didn't play in the playoffs. He, circumstances. He was hurt. <laughs> he was hurt. It's not. It's not like he got benched. He was hurt. You're right, but he still didn't win it. You get what I'm saying? It's not. What have you done for me lately? But but Wentz led that Eagles team to a better record than Dak has ever led the Cowboys. So when you talk about proving, that proved alone right there what Wentz could do. Even even though he went down the last game of the year, but to that point, the record that he had led that Eagles team, Dak has not led the Cowboys team to that kind of record. Okay. You have to with that, I, I'm I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you with that, but you have to look at different factors that go into that. Who who's the Eagles running back now? Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah, it, 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 exactly, exactly. So, so the Cowboys running back is a top five running back that just got paid Ezekiel Elliott, right? The Cowboys coach was who? Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. I wanted to say something else, but we're on a podcast. But Jerry's, Jerry's not going to look at that because Jason Garrett is still his boy to this point. Well, his boy just went to what? Washington? So, But he's he's not going to look at the fact that... Jason Garrett is a great offense. Well, I'm going to say a great offensive coordinator. He's a good offensive coordinator. As a head coach, no, he is not. He is not. He was with the Cowboys for what eleven years. As I said, like? why did it take him so long to figure that out? I'm glad it took him that long. Hey, because we're no, in the same division, so I'm, I'm happy it took I'm him that long to figure it out. But why? It don't take you eleven years to see something like that. But that's his boy, though. That's one that he treated him like a son. You know, so I was. I'm. I'm cool with giving that about thirty five million a year. But now Deshaun Watson come in and get thirty nine million a year. So it's like after this year, because that's going to take him to the playoffs. I feel like the D- Dallas is going to go to the playoffs, if not make a deep run in the playoffs. Me myself, I feel like Dallas has the potential to make it to the Super Bowl. But okay, let's 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 talk hypotheticals here. Dallas don't take them to the play. Dak don't take them to the playoffs. Let's say they fall short. Let's say they go nine to seven. 
And y'all let the Eagles sneak back in, <laughs> which will be amazing. Y'all let the Eagles win the division again. What what would be your thoughts then? Because con- contract, so he, he has to sign a deal. Yep. So what would be your thoughts? My thoughts would, would be sign him to at least, at minimum, 30. You, you It depends on how he looks, not the team. You have to base it strictly on him. His yards, his touchdown-to-interception ratio, how he looks. Because if he, if he gives you 21 points a game, but the defense is, is giving up 32, you know what I'm saying? You can't blame him for every loss. You know, If a quarterback gives you 21 points a game, you have to sign that quarterback to a major deal. You have to. Because what more can you actually ask for out of an NFL quarterback than 21 points a game? Not against scrub teams, though. You know what I'm saying? Like against good to great defenses. You know what I'm saying? Like if he's airing it out, if he's I don't I don't know, bro. Like to me, if a quarterback does what he's supposed to do and gets you the yards and gets you the touchdowns, he's supposed to he he's supposed to and doesn't throw the interceptions, then you have to sign that quarterback. because at what point is it not all on the quarterback? Yeah. You some blame has to go to the defense, some blame has to go to the running back. You know what I'm saying? Some blame ha- even has to go to the receivers. How many drop passes does the receivers has that that they hit, hit that he hit them in the zone? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If he hits you in the face mask with a ball and you drop the touchdown, that's not on that, bro. That's on Amari. That's on Amari Cooper. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. on Gallup. Yeah. I you know that's on CD Lamb. So, it it all depends on his play. And if his play is good to great this year, they're going to have to pay him 39. They're going to have to. It's it's a tough position to be in. I could definitely understand. I'm put, if, I'm, I, I could understand. I can definitely understand if Jerry say we're not ready to make that commitment. I'm going to put it like this, bro. If. If that press if that Prescott throws for anything over four thousand eight hundred yards, twenty five TDs and twelve interceptions, they they have to they have to give him thirty nine million. They have to, bro. If they don't, somebody else will. But Jerry may say we'll just take our chances, and I don't feel like that's that that'd be the right decision. Me as a Cowboys fan, me as a fan of of the sport, period. I don't feel like that that'll be a good decision because you actually have a quarterback that's showing you he can he can actually succeed at that level. Yeah. But if you don't have the, I mean, he has help around him, but. You have to sure up the defense. If the defense not sure it up, they they just cut ha ha clean dicks. I don't know why they cut clean dicks, but I mean, they they cut to I don't know, bro. Like to me, ha ha was one of the best safeties in the league. Though. To me, anyway, you feel me? But clearly, there's something that's not showing Jerry, because Jerry has not. 
you know, you typically you don't see them go backwards on four with your quarterback. You you hear about running back sitting out, linebackers. You know, typically they don't they don't when Wentz was going through through his. Hell, Wentz didn't go through his, bro. That's that's what Wentz I'm saying. Wentz signed before his contract was even that's up, That's what I'm bro. saying. And that's what typically happens with starring quarterbacks. And they Wentz didn't signed. do nothing but take him to the, to the playoffs. They get signed. So, it's something Jerry's not seeing or something Jerry don't trust for him to be even taking that through all of this. And it's crazy because of how much Dak has done. Dak has not made it about him. Oh, my agent, I handle that. I'm not worried about the money. Even last year, I'm not worried about it. Ezekiel come back when he's ready. That has nothing to do with me. You get what I'm saying? Like, that is what you want as a quarterback. He's not gonna he's not gonna downplay or he's not gonna bring good drum off the field drama. You get what I'm saying? He's what you want as a quarterback. Somebody that's gonna come in and is gonna play quarterback for your team is going to try his hardest to excel as as much as he can right I, to me myself I wouldn't be surprised if, if Dak throws for 5,000 yards this year if Dak throws for 5,000 yards if he throws for 5,000 yards 30 touchdowns and only has like 7 picks get a man what he want pay the man but if that comes out and throw for 3,500 but if he does that don't, if he does that and don't make the playoffs are you still going to pay the man I would pay him Yes. You would, but with Jerry? That's the question. I don't think Jerry I, I don't know if Jerry would. I don't now he he may get pressure from the rest of the other Cowboys organization to pay him because who you gonna go get that's gonna top that. Um but if he has a, a second year, throws for thirty five hundred yards, twenty touchdowns and thirteen picks, eh, it's gonna be hard to justify paying him thirty nine million dollars. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I w- I want to jump on real quick. What do you think about the Leonard Fournette move to Tampa Bay? So, this is what I heard on 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 one of these sports broadcasts and everything. Right, Leonard Fournette was cut by the Jaguars. Right, the Jaguars. Now this this is gonna be a this is going to run on for at least 10 minutes. So just go ahead and let you know. The Jaguars are tanking for a package deal. Of who? Who do you think they will pick up first in the draft? Uh, Clemson quarterback. Trevor uh, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Clemson so Clemson. what do you think a package deal would be? Trevor Lawrence and Dabo. You really think Devil will come to the Jags? If he get that John Gruden deal, I bet he will. Clemson can match it. Clemson will not be able to match it. Ten percent of an NFL team, Clemson oh, okay. will not yeah. be able to match that. A hundred million dollars plus ten percent of an NFL team. So it'll make sense. Why, why, why you would just start trading with talent? That'd make sense. That'd make perfect sense. Uh, but they didn't even trade them. They just cut them. They just cut them. Leonard Fournette's still a, a great back. He's what, not the top five back in the league, but, see, but he's that's, top that's, 20 in the league. That's what doesn't make sense. At least get a draft pick out of 
get something, but I guess they couldn't find nothing nowhere. You get what I'm saying? But that's hello Philly. Uh, give up a draft pick. We need running backs. But that's that's what I heard, and when I heard it, I was like, "What?" And then when I sat and thought about it, I was like, "That actually kind of makes sense." What Jack, what Jacksonville could be trying to do, yeah, because if they tank for Trevor, and they can get Dabo away from Clemson with your starting quarterback. But he has to be a GM. He has to be the GM, too. He has to be over players. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you can't, because of coming from college, like, college college coaches. Are you used they, to having control. Right. So, college coaches have to be GMs. But we see how this whole coaching GM thing is working, working out of Texas. But you see how, how it worked in New England. True. But will you have... Belichick, or we have another O'Brien. You don't know, but Dabo's proven on the college. On, on Bill O'Brien proven in college, bro. Look at what he what he did with Penn State for the one or two years he was there. But look what Dabo has done done over his tenure at Clemson. Yeah, because Clemson Clemson should have should have. Clemson, to me, Clemson's been hot for the past seven years, for real. Clemson, they just had a hiccup every now and then that that just completely messed them up. Oh, yeah. You know, but Clemson has, he has built a real program at Clemson. Indeed, yes. And to me, I, I, when I heard it, like, I'm like, I'm telling you, bro, when I first heard it, when I first, I don't know who said this, but when they first said Jacksonville is tank, tanking for a package deal, I was like, a package deal? Like, what? I was thinking Travis and Tien. No, bro. <laughs> but Trev- like, how can they guarantee getting you know, two top picks like that? But. Trevor Lawrence and Dabo Sweeney. Why would you leave? I, look, 10% of an NFL team is hard to pass up. But we're not talking 10% of the Raiders or 10% of the Cowboys or 10% of the Patriots. We're talking 10% of the Jaguars. Bro, the, and? They they are... 10% plus $100 million, bro? But, okay, take the 100 mil off the table. Then, then, then you're... pay him the 100 mil. Then Clemson's not, to pay, Clemson's not about to pay him $100 million, bro. Clemson can, Clemson can sign that to a 10-year contract worth $10 million a year. Easily. Easily. I don't see them doing it, though. But they, if need be, they will because they can afford it. Not not this year. They're not having fans. They're not going to be able to afford it this year, they, bro. Those boosters will come up with that money. Look bro. at, look, hold on, hold on. Look at the deal that uh, Jumbo Fisher just got out of Texas a and He got, what, uh, seven year, 10 million a year. Guaranteed. So you mean to tell me if they can come up with that money with seventy million dollars for Jumbo Fisher, Clemson is not it can't come up with a hundred mil for Devil? Okay, I, I get what you're saying, but you have to think about it like this too. Texas Texas A&M, yeah, Texas A&M hasn't been good recently, but Texas A&M is a historic. 
program. Tetsu has never won anything. Yes, they have, bro. No, when Bear Bryant was there, yes. No, they haven't, bro. Texas A&M. Maybe one championship in the 30s. Bro, Texas A&M is a historic program, Texas bro. Texas A&M has never won anything, bro. I'm oh telling you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't feel hey, like pulling out my Feel free right to holler at your boy if you disagree with me. But Texas A&M has never won anything. They have been a mid-tier program for the last 60 years. Mid-tier. They were mid-tier in the Big 12. They're mid-tier in the SEC. I don't see that changing anytime soon. That's just me, bro. Like, I think the I, th- I think the Jaguars could pay him enough to to leave Clemson. I mean, as as the head coach and GM, that that's that's big, and they can pay him more money with him fulfilling two roles. Yep. And ten percent of an NFL team is huge. That's something Clemson can't offer him. That's residual money that he's gonna get even when he's sitting out and retire. He's gonna be still getting his back ends off the Jags. True. But at this point, if I was Devil Sweeney, at this point in my career, with the money that I've made, money's not an issue. But he's young, though. He is young. He's, what, like 46 years, if that old? Now, I think he's 42. I I want to say he's 42. He is young, bro. Yes. But, man, what you built up at Clemson, though? Tried. Why not? Why not? What you got to lose, bro? 10% of of an NFL franchise? I'm not saying they're gonna give him that, but if there was a, if there was an offer, bro, I'm t- if Jacksonville was to offer Nick Saban ten percent of the of of the franchise, he'll probably leave Alabama, bro. Like, be for real, ten percent of an NFL franchise. Yeah. You you, that's not just for you. That's your kids, your grandkids, your yeah. great grandkids, your great great grandkids. That's true. Like that's forever, bro. Like really, when it come down to it, that's forever. That is true. That is a lot. That's more than the hundred mil you want to offer me right now. I I I think I can see I can see him live live live. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can see him leaving Clemson though. Then okay. Next question. Who do Clemson go after? Uh, I have no idea. Where 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 do they start? Oh, you, I got it, I got it, I got it. Urban Meyer. Nope. Nope. No. No. The guy at Vanderbilt. Derrick Mason? Yep, Derrick Mason from Vanderbilt. Has no. he has he not <laughs> No. Has he not built a program there, bro? No, he hasn't. Bro, yet. No, Derrick Mason oh no, yes. no, no. Well, you ain't talking about James Franklin, are you? No. Derrick no, he's not they're Mason. not gonna be able to get they they're not gonna be able to get James Man, Franklin no. from Pimpson. Derrick Mason will be lucky to hold on to his job. You think so? Yes. I don't think so, bro. Yes. And for what he's done for Vanderbilt, bro? Nah, no, what bro. James Franklin did at Vanderbilt was amazing. What Derrick Mason has done has been mediocre at best. No, I like Derrick Mason. Don't get me wrong. I think he's one heck of a D.C. I think as a defensive coordinator, he's one of the best in the country. But has I, do I think he's done an amazing job with Vanderbilt? I don't. I think he's underperformed. Okay, well, scratch that anyway. I mean, I don't care who Clemson gets, you know. I'm just hoping Dabo leaves and goes to Jacksonville for about three or four years, decide he doesn't like it, Nick Saban retires, and we get Dabo. <laughs> Roll Tide. Or he goes to Jacksonville, decide he doesn't like it, and comes back and goes to random school, Texas. No. Because <laughs> no. Bama's going to throw the book at him. 
Uh, Bama has to be vacant first. <laughs> What's the odds of all what? that timing up perfectly? I, I don't know, but it could happen. Come on. It, is it possible? Yes. Come on. Come on. You, you acting like it's not possible. Whatever. You you acting like you, you acting like it's not possible, bro. What's the odds of all that of all that timing up just perfectly? The odds are so slim in that working. You're right, but hey, if we're sitting here or on a major network in five years, and I'm telling you, hey, bro, remember when I said Dabo gonna go to Jacksonville about five years and come to Bama after Saban retire? I will eat crow. Uh, nah, I'm probably gonna want about probably about a grand, dog. <laughs> I don't want to put no money on it, but you get what I'm saying. I'm gonna want some. I'm gonna want something, dog. Like, I, in, in that moment, I will eat. Crow. Give me, give me a case of do. I'm gonna put a case of do on. It. But I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't see it. I don't think it's possible. There's a lot of stuff we out that that has happened that we haven't seen, bro. A lot of stuff has happened that we haven't seen. Who would have thought Mike McCarthy would be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, honestly, who would have thought Matt Rule would have been going to the Panthers? Who would have thought Chip Kelly would be coaching UCLA? You get what I'm saying, like. It's a lot of stuff out here that we've had no idea. Well, guys, it's been a long show. Before we leave, we got to go ahead and give you B's pick. B's pick for this week. Speaking of Dabo and Clemson. Oh, uh, what it it is. This week we have Clemson taking on Wake Forest. And Clemson's favorite, 35 and a half points. That is not a mistake. It is indeed 35 and a half points. I think it's a mistake. That Um, is a big line. Take Wake Forest plus the 35. That is a huge line. Uh, That's all I can say. Take Wake Forest plus the 35. That's what I'm going to go put my money on. If you're smart like me, you would do the same. You know what? It's been a long time since I recorded a podcast, you know. Like I said before, we appreciate y'all coming back. And for that, I'm going to give you Mark's pick. Okay. It's not going to be this week. It's coming up in, what, about two weeks? It's going to be SEC. My pick. Who you got? It's going to be in the Kentucky and Auburn game. I want Kentucky outright. Straight up. Outright, <laughs> Kentucky with the straight up win. Ugh, I don't see, ugh. I'm going to the track, and I'm gonna go put some money on Kentucky. Straight up. Oh man. Hey, that's a tough. That's a tough play, bro. I, I feel it in my heart, dog. I feel, I feel it in my heart, bro. <laughs> that's a tough. That's a tough play, but hey, hey, I, I, I feel it. We'll see. We'll see, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, be sure to stay up to date on everything that the On2 Podcast has to offer. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the On2 Podcast for both. You can also follow your boy on Twitter at that B-Dub guy. Um, for your boy B. I'm Breezy. On2 Podcast. Out. <laughs>